A lot of you have been asking me for insomnia treatment options, so I want to let you know I have launched an insomnia treatment course. It's a very structured and effective treatment program with a lot of clinical evidence support. So one course is in Chinese and one is in English. You can find it at deepintosleep.co/insomnia. Have you ever struggled with sleep because of your back pain? Has your body ever complained to you when you face the computer for too long? Are you curious what a chiropractor would say about that? Today we have Dr. Rosenberg from Los Angeles. She will explain to us what are the non-surgical, non-invasive options to ease the pain, help us sleep better. Hi, Dr. Rosenberg. Welcome to Deep Into Sleep podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. So very excited to have you. How about you introduce yourself to our audience first? So my name is Dr. Brigitte Rosenberg, and I practice in the Los Angeles area. I am trained uh, for 25 years. I'm a chiropractor for 25 years. Uh, I've seen a lot of patients over the years that suffer from trauma-related injury. That's my specialty. But in the last several years, I included and incorporated a lot of uh, technology. Since you're in the Silicon Valley, you guys can appreciate that to help patients, give them an option to avoid back surgeries. So my specialty is more spine and disc related. Anybody that has herniated, bulging disc, or sciatica symptoms, which is pretty much severe back pain with radiating pain down the leg, we offer treatment that's、uh, involving research, science, and technology to avoid and to treat those conditions to avoid having any back surgeries. Wow! Yeah, I know from my personal experience. Many of my friends, when they had back pain long time ago, they also searched for all different op- options. They said when they consult with a surgeon, the surgeon always recommends surgery. And so when they consult with other specialty professionals,、uh, sometimes they will find non-surgical solutions. Correct. So my the solutions we offer in my spine and disc centers. We have two here in the LA area. Are pretty much,、uh, it's called non-surgical spinal decompression. They're very, very safe and effective solution to treat patients with herniated and bulging discs. Patients that cannot sit, cannot walk, have numbness and tingling in their legs, and different things of that nature. That really nothing works. No medication really takes care of it. It just numbs the pain a little bit. Sometimes physical therapy and traditional chiropractic care fails and doesn't really solve the full problem.、Uh, so we offer all these solutions.、Uh, we educate the patient. Everything we use is based on research. We have it all. We have all the the different、uh, bells and whistles and technology to help them. Wow, that's cool! So it sounds like you and your team are really solving really difficult problems. When people feel hopeless, you give them hope. Correct. That's that's exactly the mission of our practice and our center is to give people hope and to give them an option and educate them on different options that's available for them, so they can make an educated decision when they are being told they need surgery. They have an option to say, you know what? Maybe we can try something else before we go under the knife. Because you know, surgery is once it's done, it cannot be undone. So there's always an option. Always,、uh, conservative care should always be the first on the list before going under the knife. 
Right. So uh, I treat a lot of patients with insomnia. And I know for some patients with insomnia, they may have other physical medical conditions and actually pain, back pain and other kind of pain very are very common among patients with insomnia. So I'm wondering, based on your clinical practice and expertise, any suggestions, anything you have noticed that is helpful for patients at night when they try to sleep with this pain? First of all, we always, you know, pain always is, happens at night. When they have back pain, it's it's uh, it's uh, it seems like pain attacks the patients at night sometimes more so than during the day, and it definitely affects their sleep, which develops into insomnia in many cases, among other reasons. So, what I suggest and what I always um, offer, uh, suggest for my patients is, when you sleep at night, if you have back pain, you always need to use pillows for support. And what do I mean by that is that if you are a back sleeper, you need to put pillows underneath your knees for support because you want to elevate your feet. And by elevating your feet, you take away the pressure from the low back. If you're a side sleeper, I suggest to always put pillows between your knees for support. Again, all, all of those pillows help you. And it's a simple solution to take pressure off the back. The best position to sleep is on your side with pillows between your knees and almost having a pillow to hug um, in front of you. And that gives you a very, very balanced and a straight posture of sleeping when you sleep on your side. Because if you don't have a pillow that you can hug, you your upper body turns to kind of rotate to one side as you sleep. And, and that gives you really a really great, great support and, and alleviates a lot of back pain. Uh, another thing with sleep is you always have to look at the mattress you're sleeping on. If it's a very soft mattress, you sink into it. It may feel very comfortable, but when you sink into a mattress, you have no stability for the spine. And if someone is prone to having back pain, then when you sink into the mattress, even though it's comfortable, the, the spine becomes very stiff and kind of stuck in one position. And you can, and a patient can wake up in the morning with a lot of pain or even not be able to sleep really well. So I always suggest the mattress to be more on the firm side, less on the soft side. And if you have a pretty firm mattress and you use the pillows for support, you can avoid and alleviate a lot of the back pain, which can cause insomnia in your cases. Wow, that's good to know. So for the mattress, I'm curious, since I'm from China, I grew up in China, we slept on really, really hard uh, mattress. Basically, we could even sleep on a piece of wood with a little bit cover on top of it. That's how we grew up. So is there any harm to do with our body if we sleep on a too hard mattress? You don't want to, you do not want to have something too hard because sleeping on a hard mattress, when you sleep on something too hard, you put a lot of pressure on that soft tissue that is coming in contact with the hard surface. That can cause a blood flow interruption to that area. So, you know, patients that are normally sleeping in one position in a hospital, sometimes they have what we call bad sores 
is when you're putting too much pressure on one area and you're affecting the flow of the blood into that area, you can really cause a lot of problems. So you do not want to do that. So we do not recommend, you, do, you definitely need some kind of a softness to any surface you're laying down on because you have to have a little bit of a give. You need to let the body kind of continue doing what it's doing with the flow of the blood and the, uh, the circulation and the muscles. You need to have some breathing room. When you put too much pressure, you can almost cause a bruise because you stop the blood from flowing. So we do not recommend to sleep on a heart and a complete heart surface. I see. I see. So sounds like we just need to find something in the middle that really fits us, works for ourselves. If people don't have a choice and they have to sleep for a certain period of time on a harder surface, I always suggest to put extra layers of blankets or some soft fabric or something, you know, like a, a thick blanket over, over a hard surface can at least give you some kind of a comfort so you don't have too much pressure on that tissue. Wow, great to know. So it sounds like the mattress choice, the pillow choice, and the position, what kind of support you can offer yourself at night can make a difference for the pain. Absolutely. Can definitely help a patient at least try to find a good posture when they're resting and sleeping. Sometimes it's not the only solution, but it can definitely use using that is definitely going to help versus hurt you. Okay, great. So for myself, I do have back pain also, especially last year. <laughs> I noticed when pandemic started, I did not have a good chair. I did not have a good table. And surprisingly, how much my back suffers when I work in front of computer a lot. And I think that's true for a lot of people, at least in Silicon Valley, because many people work in front of computer a lot. Right. So uh, I'm wondering... Is there any suggestions or tips when you see patients like that? They possibly ask you a lot of questions like that too. Sure. So what happened with the pandemic is that some of us, most of us are not used to having a work environment in our home. When you work in an office, then the office needs to provide you with a comfortable desk and a comfortable chair. And you always have to be with an eye level, a parallel eye level to the screen. Uh, you need to have a 90 degree angle for your elbows when you use the mouse and the chair, and you need to have a 90 degree angle for your knees. So all of these things, when you do something for a very long period of time, like sitting in front of the computer, you need all these parameters in order to not have any overuse injury um, or any kind of strain. Working from home, most of the time you don't have that. So it's either you're working out of a, your kitchen table or your dining room table. And when you put the computer screen, you always have to bend your head forward a little bit or lift it up a little bit or not comfortable in terms of the height of the seat and the table. So what I recommend is if you have to work on a table like a kitchen table or dining room table and, the, and it's too low, put books or boxes a little bit underneath the laptop or computer to elevate it so your eye level is is parallel to the screen that's a really good thing and i definitely do not recommend to use your computer when you're in bed because then you're slouching constantly and then you can cause a lot more back pain and mid back pain just because of this posture so using the computer in bed like sitting and using it like teenagers normally do this high school students that's not a good thing to do so sitting and elevating, that would be great. And then periodically get up and move around. Don't stay in one position for too long. Uh, some patient, some people have a kitchen counter that looks like a bar. So that's a really good thing to also sometimes use when you're standing up 
So put the computer on the counter and stand up and do a little work standing. And again, if it's too low, then elevate the screen. So you can, your body posture has to be always straight. You don't want to angulate yourself too much in one position for too long. That's when you can really strain it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So sounds like it's really the, the position, our eyes, how we deal with computer and the, the equipment sounds important. Not only the chair, because I didn't notice I bought a nice chair, but I still use the kitchen table, <laughs> which was really low. So I still feel a lot of pain on my back. Right. You know, the chair has, it has very, it's, it's all parameters. You need to look at the chair. You need to look at the table. You need to look at the screen in relation to your eye level, all of these. It's not only one thing that needs to be looked at when you're thinking of back pain and working from home. Right. So I noticed some of people, they have this reminder on their computer. They are time for stretch, time for standing up. Do you think that's a good way to remind ourselves or is there any other way to remind ourselves to get up and move around a little bit? I think that's a great idea. That's so good because sometimes when you start working and you're into a project, you kind of consume yourself and you do not pay attention. The time goes by and before you know it, two, three hours can go by and you're in the same position concentrating on one project. So I think having a reminder to get up and move around is very smart. It's actually a really good thing to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, so sounds like I need to set up one on my computer. I saw that uh, on a lot of colleagues' computer in Stanford before. I was like, that's really nice. <laughs> but uh, interruption kind of, so. Yeah, but you know what? If you work too long, you really do need to have a little bit of a reminder to just let you kind of like st- stop for a minute and let's just breathe, stand up, get some circulation going, and then it can, you can continue. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So um, for your practice, do you accept patients from all over the country or the world or just for California residents? No, I accept patients from all over the country, all over the world. Anybody in my practice, I do a free consultation. Anybody with with an MRI, with a study that any diagnosis that was given to a patient... Uh, any questions they may have, I do a free MRI report review on any patient. We can review and I can educate and give you an option, explain exactly what I'm doing, and we can go from there. You know, it's not for everyone. I take a very thorough history to find out exactly if a patient is a candidate for this treatment. Oh, I see. I see. How long is the treatment? Can people find it on your website? So you can you can check it out online on my website, which is the Spine and Disc Center or Los Angeles Disc Center, because I'm part of Disc Centers of America, which is uh, an organization that holds all the doctors uh, to a higher standard with all their latest research and education. Each treatment, depending on the situation, so let's just hypothetically speaking, a patient has a herniated disc and has sciatica, which is pain radiating down the leg. Each treatment that they would get in my office is about an hour to an hour and a half. The treatment is included uh, a non-surgical spinal decompression. Non-surgical spinal decompression is a big uh, technology. It's it's a, basically a, it's a table that we harness the patient in. They lay down very comfortably. It's not painful, nothing invasive, no surgical. 
we input the data into a computer. So it's a computer-generated treatment. And we basically stretch the area and decompress the spine exactly of where the disc is at. So we're targeting that particular disc. I do a lot of natural pain management remedies, which we use high-tech laser devices to decrease pain and inflammation. We use a modality called the Neuromed, which is a pain management electrical stimulator that will decrease the sensation of pain in a much deeper level. All of it is a very high-tech equipment that when you put them together in a combination, you decrease the pain, you decrease the inflammation, you decrease the muscle spasm, you fix and heal the disc to the best of the ability that it can be fixed. And then you do treatment after that to basically prepare the body to heal itself because the body can heal itself. You know, even a broken bone is going to heal itself. If you put it in a cast, you just have to give it the right environment. So I put a whole combination of treatment modalities. Each treatment is about an hour and a half. And the patient with a herniated disc would need at least 24 sessions to feel better. That's based on research. It's not a quick fix. It's not coming in and getting an adjustment or a massage. That's not what it is. It's a combination of different things put together, technologies, treatment technologies, modalities. Uh, for a certain period of time, it's three times a week, for example, for a few weeks. But then the pain, I have patients that come in with pain level of nine out of 10. By the time they're done with their 24 sessions, the pain is one out of 10, if at all. Those are the results we get. Yeah, that sounds like really uh, high technology nowadays can change our life and change how medical procedures and treatment look like. I only tried uh, when I had really bad back pain several years ago, I happened to travel back to China to a traditional Chinese medicine hospital. And then I noticed, wow, in China right now, the acupuncture is not traditional acupuncture anymore. It's electronic acupuncture. So uh, possibly a little bit similar to what you mentioned, but I'm sure it's very different technology, but they put needles in me and the machine the machine just controls it. It keeps on shots me somehow to stimulate my back. Interesting, you mentioned acupuncture. We also offer acupuncture as part of our treatment because traditional acupuncture will stimulate the meridian and the flow and will allow the body to start the healing process faster. The other thing that we also use is I developed and created a natural pain relieving cream. And the pain relieving cream that I created has minerals from the Dead Sea in Israel. So it's very rich in magnesium and applying it to the area where the pain is at. Speaking of sleeping, it's very good to apply it before you go to bed. You can apply it all day long, but before you go to bed and it really allows the salts, the salts that are in the product really helps to reduce inflammation and pain. So it really allows the salts to penetrate and really reduce the pain and inflammation. So it's extremely effective. So I always use this in conjunction. Everybody that gets treated in my office received the mineralgia pain relieving cream as part of the in at home treatment plan instead of me giving them a prescription medication, which I don't, uh, or suggesting something to take at home at night. I say just rub it onto your back and it's going to really help a lot to reduce the pain. Great, great. I like it much better. I remember years ago when I first came to America, I had a tooth pain, uh, like my jaw, 
very painful, TMJ. So I went to the school doctor and then they gave me a medicine, which back then I did not know what it is, but I was very happy. I can be treated. Went home, I Googled it, find out it's just a painkiller. <laughs> I was very, very disappointed. Yeah, uh, very quickly in prescribing medication, unfortunately. I think a little bit less now than before, but in general, doctors are quick in prescribing, giving you a quick fix. Yeah, yeah. I, I think sometimes maybe like even for insomnia, I know sometimes quick medication can help very severe people just ease their symptom a little bit so they can find other solutions. Um, but if that's only solution, um, yeah, that's very questioning. Won't fit everyone. So I'm happy you are doing such a non-surgical, non-invasive method. I good to know it's existing and uh, happy like hopefully our audience can benefit from that. Absolutely. I'll be more than happy to provide them with a free um, MRI review and go over their findings. And if they need any help and it's not in my area, I'll be more than happy to direct them to a doctor in their area that would, um, you know, do the same treatment that I do. But if they're in the LA area and willing to travel here, I know that here we have also, I'm assuming that a lot of your audience are from the engineering space. Uh, but we have what we call the Silicon Beach here in California because a lot of the tech companies moved here to Playa Vista. I actually have an office very close by to there. So yeah, this this is extremely effective and beneficial. Great, great. So uh, if people want to learn more about your practice, your method, um, is website the only way they just uh, can check all the information? The website is a great way to get in contact and um, you know find out some information. The website is www.thespineanddiscenter.com or www.losangelesdiscenter.com. And they can find out a lot of information about what we do and the credentials of me and the doctors that are working with me. Um, and the product, the pain relieving cream that I created for pain, it's very safe, effective. It's all natural, vegan, gluten-free. They can find that on a website called mineralgia.com. Uh, which is spelled like minerals, M-I-N-E-R-A-L-G-I-A. So it's basically mineral-based healing for pain, mineralgia.com. Great. I will put all these links to the show notes uh, at deepintosleep.co. So when people listen to our episode, they can click and find all this website and check it out. Great. So Near the end, Dr. Rosenberg, is there any final wisdom you want to share with our audience? Yes. Um, I What I want to say, since this is the space that I live in, which is the alternative and natural pain management, what I want to say is that everybody, every patient out there, any individual that has any kind of problem, condition, pain, don't, don't ignore and neglect. Your body gives you sing- signals and lets you know that something is wrong. There is never a big problem is never starting as a big problem. It always starts as a small problem and you always want to listen to your body. A small problem is much faster and quicker to fix. And the longer it goes untreated, the harder it is to fix and the longer it takes to take care of. So always listen to your body. It never lies. It always tells you and gives you the signals that you need to know. 
Uh, and there are always solutions. So always educate yourself, get a second opinion. Don't just listen to what one person tells you. You always want to find out, go with your gut feeling what you think will work for you. And don't just take medication or do any invasive procedures just because someone recommends them. Do your own investigation and get your second opinion and kind of go with your gut feeling of what feels right. Great. Love that. Listen to your bodies, right? And early intervention, always helpful and comes out around. Yes. Yeah. Great resources out there. Thank you so much, Dr. Rosenberg, for giving us these tips. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So if there's one thing you plan to try from this conversation, what would it be? Leave me a message and let me know. If you struggle with insomnia and you speak Chinese, you can check out my online course to treat insomnia or improve your sleep quality. I have two different courses. One is for people who don't have clinical insomnia diagnosis. One is for people who have severe insomnia. Both treatments are in Chinese and you can just purchase them online through my website at mindbodygarden.com slash course slash CBTI or manbodygarden.com slash course slash sleep. If you have any questions about sleep, please feel free to message me, let me know, or you can leave a voicemail message on my website deepintosleep.co and I will get your message. Thank you so much for listening. Wish you a great fall and I will see you next week. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently, and there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk, and our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed. Are you suffering from insomnia? I promise you, the CBTI method in my course will definitely help you. Even if several nights of better sleep, that would be a world-changing experience for you. I have had so many success from my insomnia patients who have taken this course over the years. If you know someone who are struggling with sleep, go to my website and check out my course at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia.